Hello builders. Welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast. A podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our water cooler conversations. A weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax and let's start with the episode. Uh, this is the Builders Club's first town hall uh, and we have uh, the one and only Ankur Variku with us. For all of those who don't know Ankur, Ankur is Ankur is a is an entrepreneur. He's an angel investor, a mentor, and an active public speaker. Ankur uh, has been an internet entrepreneur for almost for over a decade now, and he is one of India's top public speakers. Uh, he is also an angel investor and acts as a mentor to a lot of entrepreneurs. Was a part of Fortune magazine's 40 under 40 list, LinkedIn India's Power Profiles list, LinkedIn India's Spotlight 2019, India's top executives under 40 by Business Today, and has also been awarded the Social Media Entrepreneur of the Year by Silicon Review. Uh, he has worked in corporate. He started two startups uh, just after college uh, before launching India Rocket Internet's India business. He was also the part of the founding team of the Bong. Uh, his story of leading Groupon India's business and then negotiating an agreement to siphon off the Indian entity into nearby is a story of legends. And in his current avatar, he is a creator and a public speaker and propagates the slogan, awareness is everything, everyone around. Uh, welcome to the Builders Club, Ankur. We are all honored by your presence and we hope in this one hour that we spend with you, we'll be able to take home some insightful gems which we can imbibe in our lives. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sohail. It's a pleasure to be amongst all of you. This is my first Discord experience, and I'm so glad that you persisted and and got me to join and spend time with all of you. It's a wonderful community that you're trying to build and have built so far. So I'm happy to be a part of it, and I'm happy to engage. Thank you. Thanks a lot, sir, for your time. I myself have been following you for a very long time and have, in fact, also bought one of your courses, the Time Management one. Uh, where you teach about time being an allocation, energy, and money. In fact, if yes. you if you if we had a video, we, I could have shown you my whiteboard on which uh, urgency, importance, and how much time does it take is, is awesome. there. And we, you know, it has personally helped me quite a lot uh, in kind of juggling and doing multiple things and not feeling bogged down with the pressure. I'm sure there are people in the audience who have done have taken a few of your courses as well. Um, I'm going to start off with awareness is everything, is the slogan which you propagate. Um, easy to understand, very difficult to emulate. I'd love to understand your perspective on awareness and what does it take, or what does it mean to a common man and how does it transform one's life, how to basically implement it in, in our lives. We can probably start off with that question, sir. Sure, that's a good question to start off with. So, so awareness is everything. But yeah. the 
idea is what does it really mean and what is it that i'm trying to get to yeah. so considering that most of you are young we all have in the recent past gone through this experience right? based on our class 10th score or based on whatever is it that we wanted to do in life we had to take a decision out of three decisions in class 11th whether to take up science or commerce or humanities and most of us this includes me back when i took the decision took the choice out of ignorance hame zyada kuch pata nahi tha we were like acche number aaye to science le lo ya mummy papa ya bhai ban agar ca hai to commerce le lo ya business family se hai to commerce le lo aur agar acche number nahi aaye hain to humanities lena padta hai because that's how it works and that's frankly bullshit because it's the worst way of thinking about a choice it's the worst way of thinking about what you could do in life and what i realized after having spent a lot of time living and 40 years old so i'm quite old that most of the choices we make in life are actually made from a point of ignorance jahan mein zyada kuch pata nahi hota and the choice we're making we're only making that choice because we don't have any other choice to make or we're not even aware of other choices to make so if you could convert this into can i make choices in life from a point of awareness which is i'm making a choice in life not because it's the only choice i know of but because it's a choice that i'm making after being aware of all other choices that i wanted to explore then that choice is a meaningful choice to make and jitna hum zindagi mein choices is maqam pe lenge where we are making it from a point of awareness hum hopefully better choices le payenge yeah now your question is very valid so hill that what does it mean to have awareness in one's life and i boil it down to one really big attribute which is we tend to spend lives and our times with people with friends with colleagues who tend to be like us we always yeah. want to spend time with people who are similar to us i remember when i joined ISB for my MBA program within the first week itself chemical engineers were hanging out with chemical engineers mechanical with mechanical delhi wale delhi walon ke sath south bombay south bombay ke sath chennai chennai ke sath lawyer lawyer ke sath like wo pura ek jhund bana hua tha there is this tribe mentality where we just want to belong to people who are like us because inherently that's the human nature we want to feel that we belong we want to feel that our world view is endorsed we want to feel that whatever is it that we are going to speak think or talk about it will resonate with people that we are going to talk to to hame threatened mehsoos nahi hoga we will not feel scared we will not feel like bolu nahi bolu kaise bolu kya bolu so on but what it ends up doing is that we don't end up learning anything new it's like social media today when you open up facebook whatsapp instagram twitter linkedin any place we only see things and we only read things that we already believe in hame kuch naya nahi seekhne ke liye mil raha hai hame sirf wahi bataya ja raha hai aur wahi dikhaya ja raha hai jo hum already jante hain aur usme vishwas karte hain so right. our beliefs are being endorsed and amplified they are not being challenged they are not being provoked they are definitely not being threatened the bubble is becoming and bigger exactly right it's it's called the classic echo chamber where yeah. you are in a room 
एंड आप जितनी जोर से बोलेंगे आपको सिर्फ अपनी ही आवाज सुनाई देगी एंड दैट इज हाउ द वर्ल्ड इज बिकम सो द बेस्ट वे टू बिकम अवेयर विच आई हैव पर्सनली यूज इन माई लाइफ एंड बेनिफिटेड फ्रॉम अ लॉट इज टू एक्टिवली सीक आउट पीपल हु आर नथिंग लाइक यू हु आर कंप्लीटली डिफरेंट डायरेक्टली अ ग्रेट एग्जाम्पल ऑफ दैट इज मी राइट नाउ ऑन दिस डिस्कॉर्ड सर्वर discord mm. by fundamental demographics is the gamer community exactly. is the gen z community is the 18 to 24 or even younger community yeah. i'm a 40 year old i have no business being on discord but the reason i want to be here is because i genuinely want to know what is it that all of you young people find and benefit from on this platform and i have been doing it of course in in hiding and being part of several servers and trying to get into the thick of things this is the first time i'm coming out in the open and i in fact changed my Ooh. name right before this this call or this group or this chat what do you even call it what is this right now is it a call is it a what this is a this is a voice chat this is a voice this is a, voice this is a community voice chat got it right so 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 right before this voice chat i changed my name from it was to variku Uh, so that yeah we were thinking where were you we were looking for <laughs> you because i knew that you will never be late and how is yeah. it that you are not here and yeah. we were completely you know taken up taken taken aback when we saw that you are already here yes sorry go on so no so so that's that's the point that i was making here i i i love and i thrive meeting people who challenge my world view who dismantle my beliefs who present to me a perspective that i have never heard of before never thought of actively and that is my way of becoming aware that is my way of covering my blind spots and and not being consumed by my ideologies but instead throwing myself out there to to see what all i need to know to make a choice out of awareness so so what i what i understand is you're talking about uh, opening up your mind to different perspectives and not try to defend yours open to others opinions and try to see things from their perspective as well is that what it is yes yes and the caveat here is you don't have to do it with the aim of agreeing with them to bahut logo ko aisa lagta hai if i am listening to sound like i'll i'll give you a classic example of what is an extreme form of this awareness depending on who you are the family you belong to your own experiences your own interpretation you either like the political environment in the country right now mm. or you don't mm. and that's a matter of a great divide that this country is seeing right now perhaps for the first time in several decades and i have my own beliefs and these are my own political beliefs but the worst thing i will do is to not hear the other side's beliefs is not to hear the other side's story not because i want to agree with them not because i want to change my mind only because i want to see how is it that super smart people are on the other side as well because i think i am an evolved individual with rational and with logic built in but i am certain that people on the other side also believe the same thing mm. so it is my duty towards my own self 
to understand and hear their own side not because i want to agree with them not because mm. i intend to change my perspective but only because i want to broaden my perspective it's a, it's a very interesting thing because i was i remember reading something around um, uh, you know the the ideologies of chanakya and his thought process was that before you know you need to understand before fighting an enemy you know it's very easy to classify things as good and bad it is all the more important to understand what your opponent is doing it's all the more important to understand you can always worship the gods but you should also understand that the formidable enemy the asuras and how exactly were their strategies for you know for doing battles with the gods so it's a fairly uh, interesting point which you made out that we need not agree with them but that doesn't mean that we should not be open to them correct thank you cool cool i think that's a that's a very interesting point with which we started off with sir uh means of spirituality uh, and and, uh, and and life thrown in um, coming to you know a little bit into the uh, into the professional side um Angur, a lot of people know about your successes. You know, it's your stories are stories of legends. But you know, as as startup founders, we face adversity and failures. To a much ninety percent of our time is spent failing, and that ten percent is basically what gives us what uh, the joy that we have. You have braved against the odds, and you have come out a winner. I'd love to understand. your experiences with your stints probably in the beginning part of your life when you were building gadi.com and secondshadi.com what for your learnings what for your insights and you know uh, what should be the right frame of mind for founders who either fail or probably going through a rough patch and you know have to move on to other things leaving the baby back yeah uh, so the truth is it's an insanely hard journey it's an insanely insanely hard journey so hey and for all the success that you see it's frankly the outcome and and the outcome is is something which is glamorized the outcome is something that is religiously followed it is spoken about in the press and so on but it it forms such a minuscule part of the entire journey that at some point of time you will be a fool yourself to attach yourself to it i often equate this to the fact ki agar ek 100 meter ki race ho rahi hai and usain bolt is running his entire net worth gets boiled down to those 10 seconds that he is running that 100 meter dash and in that 100 meter dash and in those 10 seconds he will quickly run the race win it will get clicked like a million times will be on the front cover of newspapers and magazines and logos ko bahut sarahenge bahut shabash denge bahut taali bajayenge gold medal milega wo sab and then people will forget they will only remember him as the, the fastest man on earth but every single day he will still have to show up to practice to train to become the person who becomes the fastest man on earth and it's a completely different journey that most of us will never get to see far from respected so entrepreneurship is like that in fact i would say even worse because entrepreneurship mein kahin bhi koi 100 meter dash nahi aata koi aisa maqam nahi hota hai ya koi aisa milestone nahi hota hai jahan you feel like powerful funding becomes one of that 
maybe an exit at some point of time becomes one of that but they're just so 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 rare that you don't even know what you are you're going towards so i start with this ideology that starting up as glamorous as it sounds and has sexy it has been made by the media is an intensely brutal journey and it is not for everyone and may a point of uh, moral standards and i'm bolwan because i am one so i feel that others should not form part of the tribe i genuinely mean it from the point of if i may use the word concern ki bahut log samajhte hain ya sochte hain ki entrepreneurship is like the escape to a new life and jo bhi 9 to 5 ki job kar rahe hain ya apni zindagi mein ek teacher banna chahte hain ek employee banna chahte hain वो लूजर्स हैं वो अनबिशियस हैं वो जिंदगी में कुछ उखाड़ नहीं पाएंगे बिकॉज दे आर जस्ट स्लेव्स टू द कॉपरेट वर्ल्ड एंड ऑन्टरप्रेन्योर्स एंड द फाउंडर्स एंड द कूल शिट दैट विल सेव द वर्ल्ड नन ऑफ दैट इज ट्रू फ्रेंकली नन ऑफ दैट इज ट्रू आई बिलीव दैट देर इज इनफ एंड मोर मेरिट टू लिव लाइफ लाइक एन एम्प्लॉई प्रोवाइडेड यू थिंक ऑफ इट नॉट एज एम्प्लॉयमेंट बट एज अ वे ऑफ प्रोग्रेस एंड अ वे ऑफ ग्रोइंग योर ओन सेल्फ एंड प्रोफेशनली there is enough and more merit in becoming a startup founder as well there is joy but it comes with a lot of pain the one thing that i realized in my early days of gadi and second shadi which were my first startups was very often we're given this advice that scratch your own itch the best problem to solve is the problem that you have in your life and i can't begin to tell you what bullshit advice that is kyunki kisi ko kisi ko farak nahi padta ki aapki problem kya hai किसी को कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता कि सोहेल ने एक दिन उठ के कुछ ऐसा झेला जिसकी वजह से उसको एकदम जोश आया नाउ वांट्स टू बिल्ड द स्टार्टअप अराउंड इट नो वन फकिंग केयर्स व्हाट मैटर्स इज वेदर दैट प्रॉब्लम इज एक्चुअली अ प्रॉब्लम दैट आई फेल्ट बाय मिलियंस ऑफ पीपल एंड फेल्ट डीपली इनफ दैट दे वॉन्ट इट टू बी सॉल्व एंड दे वॉन्ट इट टू बी सॉल्व सो बैडली that they're willing to pay for it directly or indirectly and that's frankly the only thing that matters so you have to be such a dispassionate observer of the world where it doesn't matter what who you are what your problems are what your life is and everything of that what matters is how objectively and without any level of self involvement are you able to see the world and ask yourself these fundamentally independent questions ki kaun si badi problems hai duniya mein kun problems ko kitne log mehsoos karte hain and kitni had tak mehsoos karte hain that they are willing to do something about it and pay for it directly and indirectly and i think that's a big miss for first time founders it was a big miss on my part because when i remember we started gadi.com we felt oh shit buying a used car is such a painful process in this country selling a used car is such a painful process in this country let's make a tech platform where people can list their cars for selling and then people who want to buy it can just come and buy but it didn't work it frankly didn't work because you know what it wasn't a problem back in 2010 when we started gadi.com buying and selling used cars was not a problem it is today but back then it wasn't but we in our fashionable or mba school se padhe likhe cool dudes duniya ki problem solve karenge we just got enamored by our own small version of what the problem is when it frankly wasn't a big problem 
for most people out there in the country. So that I think would be the biggest mistake that most first-time entrepreneurs make. And every day when I get dozens of emails, it almost always starts with my father went through this experience. I went through this experience. My mother went through this experience. My friends are going through this experience. So I want to fix it. You know what? No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. I need to see whether millions of people go through the same experience or not. And how is it that they have survived so far? Because there must be something that is keeping them alive. And if you don't go down that journey, then you most likely will have a very painful one. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely true. And I guess this ties on to the whole idea of validating the problem before you even start building. Uh, till the time you don't speak to your consumers, till the time you don't know whether the solution which you're providing to the people whom you think you are going to buy, you are building a golden mousetrap otherwise. Exactly. That's well said. Uh, so I will this you know move on to my next question, which will be a last question from my side, and then we'll open up the floor for the audience. Uh, and you know we'll we'll start taking questions one by one. One thing which I want to understand about your recent journey as a creator. Uh, so you are now, you know, you have been creating content on all all the platforms which are out there in all formats also rather, both in video, text and images. And a majority of your audiences is, you know, teens and younger folks who look up to you and, and you know, emulate your learnings into their lives. What are your observations, you know, because you are looking at it from a macro level, what are your observations in their behavior and what do you want to, you know, tell them? Any, any piece of advice which you want to pass on to these younger folks who are just starting out? Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I do not envy this generation one bit. I, in fact, feel very, very sorry. And sorry, not in a way that I feel sorry for you. I just genuinely feel sorry that you are going through so much of shit for no fault of yours. What I mean by mm -hmm. that is the following. What's happened in the last 10 years is that our ability to see what people are going through in real time has dramatically increased. So when I was growing up, and I, I was born in 1980. Oh, when I was growing up, my ability to see real time of what people were going through was limited to what? 50 people? My school, my class, my colony, my aspas, that's it. My name is Bar, Kisi, Dur Daras, Sheher, Chacha, Bua, Kibacho Sebato Jati. साल में एक बार कोई छुट्टी लेते थे और तब शायद किसी नानी या दादी के घर जाते थे and so on and so forth. So the immediate circle and the circle of influence was limited and it was not a lot. So then the conversations of comparison were also limited, which were पड़ोस के बेटे वाले को देखो कितना अच्छा पढ़ रहे हैं उसको देखो स्कूल में कितना अच्छा कर रहा है उसको देखो स्कूल में कितना खेल कूद करता है सोन एंड सोफा नाउ ऑल ऑफ यू हैव रियल टाइम विजिबिलिटी ओवर द लाइव्स ऑफ मिलियंस ऑफ पीपल 
99.9% of whom you have never met and will never meet but their life is available for you to consume and everyone is posturing everyone is posturing everyone is showing an image of theirs that is meant that people like them so suddenly the toppers are showing a lot more of theirs Fitji is coming up with four page ads of all the people who made it to IIT and then someone else is coming up with five page ads of all the ones who made it to medical and then someone else is coming up with a five six page ad of all the ones who made it to civil services and then you see it on Instagram then you see it on Facebook then it gets shared on WhatsApp and all these stories so what's happening is you are now comparing yourself not with the 10 20 odd people who are slightly better than you you're comparing yourself with millions of people who are better than you and that is creating such a poor image of who you are to your own self so most of this generation so hell is suffering from massive self doubt yeah. massive yeah. inferiority complex massive confusion because they feel ki wahi bewakoof hai aur har ek insaan unke alawa bilkul sorted hai they know exactly what they want to do in life they are killing it i am the loser i am the retard i am the one who's not making it work everyone else has figured their shit out there must be something wrong with me there must be something wrong in how i'm approaching it and the truth is there is nothing wrong with you everyone's in the same shit it's just that you don't get to ever see it you're only getting to see the highs and you're getting an impression that the world is all sorted but the truth is everyone is in the same boat you just don't know so this <clears throat> is very striking and that's why most of the content that i at least want to create or aspire to create is is just coming in from a perspective of someone who's lived life slightly more than you have and hopefully has the the vantage point and the experience of figuring what real life is about and i'm just sharing that telling people that you know what you're not alone if you feel that you are messed up you're not alone everyone is just as scared and just as confused as you are you're not alone and everything's going to be okay but of course it's hard वही मतलब इट्स इट्स अ अ वैलिड पॉइंट बट इट्स अ वेरी डिफिकल्ट प्रॉब्लम टू सॉल्व डोंट यू थिंक इट इज ऑलमोस्ट एन इंपॉसिबल प्रॉब्लम टू सॉल्व बिकॉज़ अभी तो आपके मतलब योर विजन इज 360 डिग्री नो यू आर कंज्यूमिंग एवरीथिंग ऑल अराउंड इंक्लूडिंग द जंक and then you are thinking that you know and you only you only get to see the best of the best you you're not exposed to the mediocre stuff never So, cool i think uh, a very interesting conversation till now 30 minutes have gone by and i'll open the floor up uh, to the questions so the first guy is basically bhavesh thank you so much mr ankul vanikus sir your perspective that we have seen only the highlights of everybody's life is really hitting the heart i am currently in 12th grade commerce i would love to join iim but the guilt of not utilizing the 30 lakhs of fees in a more productive manner kind of annoys me i do understand that investing on myself is mandatory i would love to know your perspective and take your advice i'm leaning towards the drop here to add more context 
I am working with an edtech company and I have managed to get 11 year almost 5 lakhs in the past four months. So that is why I'm leaning towards the top year. Thank you. Nice. And so I, I, I want to make sure I got this right, Bhavish. You're currently in your 12th grade. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Thomas. Okay. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. Great, man. Uh, when I was in my 12th, I didn't even know what the IIMs are. So congratulations okay. on being far, far ahead. <laughs> Here's, here's, here's my suggestion, Bhavesh. I, I wouldn't want you to jump the gun. The IMs are great institutes. There is a lot to learn. Not so much because whether the curriculum helps you in real life or not, but the kind of people that you spend time with and the kind of opportunities and exposure you get are unmatched. Plus, not to dismiss the fact that the network you will belong to, not just for that two-year period, but for the rest of your life, is something which is frankly, quite envious and something that is desirable. So it's a great goal to have. I wouldn't dismiss it at all. Having said that, I would want you to go through a journey which allows you to explore. You're still in your 12th. It's far too early for you to be committing to anything in life. And don't make the mistake. Your late teens and your early 20s are is a period where you should explore and not settle. And what I mean by that is, you will go to college after your 12th and it will or it should be a good college because that again will set you up amongst the best classmates that you can have that you will learn from a lot goes back to the same point i was making early on of awareness spending time with people who are nothing like you you want to take a drop year explore what you want to do and then join college that's absolutely okay as well but irrespective of what you do whether it's a drop year or whether it's college I would encourage you to pick up as many internships as you can, do side projects, work with smart people, think about ways that you can learn. Don't think about making money as yet. If it comes passively through your internships or through any side projects, great. But if it doesn't come, and if you have the wherewithal of being financially stable because of your parents, please exercise that option. And once you're done with college, through the internships and the experiences that you've had, work work for two to three years and ideally work in multiple sectors in multiple companies so that you again get a feel of what is it that you could be interested in and all these years then say three years of college and three years of working six years are out from the time that we're speaking right now you will have a lot of clarity over whether the iims at that point of time for your mba program makes sense for you or not. It's quite likely that by that time, it will not make sense for you. It's quite likely that the conviction that it will make sense for you will be only solidified. And whatever it is, it should be a point of awareness, as I've always stressed upon. So don't make that decision right now. The decision is you're going to spend the next six years learning and exposing yourself to the best opportunities. And that will automatically tell you whether the IMs is the right place for you or not. Thank you very much, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Havish, for asking that question. Uh, I think the next person would be just hold on. Rishita, if you can unmute and you can go, I guess Siddharth will go uh, in the end, he has told. Rishita, you can go ahead next. Hi, Ankur. Uh, my question for you is, 
how do you keep focused on one goal as in you know lot of things interest you like how do you fix a goal or and how do you keep your interest in it because when i go for a goal or when i see some career options i feel interested in many of them even when i do internships i am losing focus on different aspects of it so how to keep focused and go on with the goal so the goal rishita does not need to be on one internship or one experience the goal could very well be for you to learn as much as you can what i mean by that is the following i assume that you are also quite young in your journey and if you are the worst mistake that you can make and i speak to everyone else on on the voice chat right now who are young and when i say young i mean below 25 not to say that about 25 is old but you get the point don't make the mistake of making decisions for yourself as early in your life and this will be contrarian like if your parents heard me saying it they would want to kill me but the truth is the world wants to impose this concept of settling down on you ki jaldi jaldi padhai kar lo and then settle down jaldi jaldi shaadi kar lo and then settle down jaldi jaldi bachcha paida kar lo and then settle down but the truth is the lifespan has increased opportunities have increased dramatically and that means you need the time to evaluate and decide what you want to do in life so it's totally okay if you don't want to quote and quote focus on one thing or one area of interest but instead you want to dabble with multiple areas of interest at the same time it's like multiple dating it's almost like you rishita are in love with marketing and in love with sales and in love with coding and in love with graphic designing and you want to see which one of these four dudes you may want to end up with and perhaps spend a foreseeable time of your future with and that is not going to happen if you just spend the next 2 years with graphic design and then figure whether it's for you or not and then spend 2 years with coding and figure it out no you'll have to do it almost simultaneously and parallelly and there is no shame and no guilt that you should feel while doing so it is very contrary to what the world tells us but this is the way that i can guarantee you the new world is going to operate like you should have multiple areas of interest early on you should attend to them as much as you can and then through that journey figure out किस चीज को करने में मुझे बहुत मजा आ रहा है वॉट इज इट दैट आई थरली एंजॉय डूइंग आउट ऑफ ऑल दीज एक्टिविटीज दैट आई डोंट हैव टू ड्रैग माई फीट टू दैट आई डोंट हैव टू ड्रैग माई सेल्फ आउट ऑफ द बेड टू वर्क फॉर इट जस्ट कम्स इनहेरेंटली एंड जॉयसली इन माई लाइफ एंड वेन आई स्टार्ट वर्किंग ऑन दिस वन थिंग आई जस्ट लूज ट्रैक ऑफ टाइम दैट ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम विल टेल यू विच ऑफ दीज शुड यू बी फोकसिंग ऑन डोंट मेक दैट डिसीजन ओनली ऑन got it okay thank you thanks a lot uh, nikhil you're next yeah hi sir uh, so uh, i am like currently building my uh, edtech startup so in this like i am creating courses using uh, animation and visual effects so uh, will it be like hard to like convince uh, indian investor or should i go for the foreign investor so uh, the, the easy answer for this nikhil is 
it is most likely going to be an international investor that will give a lot more respect for this startup than an indian one the harder answer for this is ask yourself why do you need investments in the first yeah. place because i also in some way ran run a edtech company now through my courses through the content that i create and i can tell you that content is beautiful because the cost of creating that content is just your time and your knowledge it isn't people it isn't anything else and i haven't made any investments towards building this but it's already yielding results for every rupee that i spend i make almost 2 to 2 and a half rupees back and whatever extra that i make i spend it back again into the company to make even more and then i spend even back into the company to make even more and that engine i know is going to work and make it into a big machinery so don't be driven and be seduced by all the news articles ki an academy ne or byju's ne or vedantu ne or isne or usne paise utha liye true education should not cost a lot at least not in the early period so if you've done some good work of creating a visual or an animation based edtech company make it work without external funding make it work and make it profitable without external funding and then use the funding to grow rather than to sustain okay thank you sir you're welcome saurav you can go next okay okay cool cool so that's really uh, enthralling for me ankur you know uh, like all the adrenaline in my body has like kind of dissolved in my whole body <laughs> right yeah ankur so please give me a moment to just settle down please please I, please take your time man aaram se okay <clears throat> so ankur i completed my btech from nit jamshedpur in the year 2000 so i was working with vedanta sir vedanta groups in udaipur okay. hindustan zinc limited it uh, and then it happens that there was some uh, company uh, safety violations right and and i raised my voice against it and i was terminated uh, instantly right okay so yeah so you know uh, i tried looking for another job but since i was from metallurgy right so i tried in couple of core company mm-hmm. and eventually things didn't go well so right now i'm working as a chef in a restaurant right okay. i yeah so this is how i am doing so i am working on my own startup thali right mm-hmm. and uh, so i'm from jharkhand uh, it's a, a dumka is a tiny place in jharkhand dumka mm-hmm. so i'm staying at my hometown i'm working in a restaurant as a chef because i i was passionate about it and i am working on my food tech startup thali Mm-hmm. but i have been here you know i am trying to create website and all but i don't have any idea like how to go forward from it right mm. i i i ha- i had a company registered with a uh, with my friends but then it got dissolved out and i really don't have any idea how to scale it from here so that's my yeah okay thank you so much sir uh very very powerful story yaar i'm sorry for what happened to you and my congratulations for still being courageous enough and finding your feet it's not easy so thank you for doing what you did for your own life the the question is a very broad question yaar isko answer karna thoda mushkil hai 
basically i'll i'll just i'll just boil it down uh, if you have the passion but do not have the resources how to go about it okay and yeah exactly a, yes correct and then that that's a that's a fair question to ask and so look the resources can be multiple the resources could be money which is a big important resource for a company to survive the resources could be people and that directly or indirectly also results in in people and the resources could be knowledge which you may lack as a core skill for building that company or that stuff and and you may have to rely on others the way to think about this is if you were thinking about let's say a food tech company the yes. the question you have to ask is there are multiple avatars of a food tech company a food tech company okay. could be say a, a cloud kitchen and what is a cloud kitchen a cloud kitchen is basically a kitchen that doesn't have a front end or a restaurant attached to it it just makes food and it delivers food through a zomato or a swiggy so iska koi front face nahi hota hai there is no customer that ever comes to that kitchen or that restaurant it is simply something that you use to make food food tech could also what, be uh, sorry go ahead uh this is what i have been trying i'm like trying to create a platform where i could attach you know thousands of housewives you know who could cook like i had been living in urban areas i was working in udaipur and daily food was a big issue mm-hmm. so for 3 days or 4 days in a week i had to order from swiggy or zomato so then it came out ki what uh, but there were several housewives in my building who had a whatsapp group and they would post ki they are cooking this uh, particular chal dal sabji in this particular day sure. so that that was a big catch for us as we could uh, order you know homemade food you know direct from someone's kitchen because you know uh restaurant food was not healthy yeah. cost was not good right it was like it would cost us 400 time 400 rupees for a single lunch or dinner right sure. Sure. and eventually we could order from that housewife uh, in around 100 or 120 rupees yeah. so i thought why not let's create a platform where we could connect all these housewives train them create or uh, train them and yeah uh, all those uh, single couples you know college goers or working couples great they can okay. they can order from so so let's use this example and this is a good example for everyone on on the on the chat to understand how this works so our core dna as a founder will instantly tell us that there are housewives who are cooking food and are willing to make extra to be sold and then there are people on the other side which could be students it could be single people it could be working professionals who don't want to cook that day who are willing to order and these two sides can form a marketplace and if we create a platform then we have a business now exactly. when you start thinking on these lines you suddenly have a very very high level picture of what it takes to build a business but the devil lies in the details which means there are hajar moving parts to this which you will only discover when you get into it yeah. but if you do get into this the resources required to get into this are massive because it's not an easy thing to build right housewives ko pehle acquire karna hai unko convince karna hai dusre side customers ko acquire karna hai unko convince karna hai fir app banana hai platform banana uh-huh. hai fir deliver karna hai it's hajar cheeze so you have to break it down and not think of yourself as a startup founder who has to build a tech company you have to think of yourself as a one unit man or woman who's trying to build a dhanda and the dhanda yes. is i have 
let's say one housewife that could be my mother that could be by the way me myself if i am a good cook and you are a chef sort of so you maybe can be the start you go back home and say you know what today i am going to make 10 units of chal dawal and uh, sorry uh, dal and chawal or whatever else roti and bindi roti and paneer and i am going to sell it for 100 rupees and i am now going to act not as a platform nothing fancy simple whatsapp pay the same thing that the housewife was doing when you were in udaipur you are going to do it for your own self and you yeah. will see how easily do you get customers and for mm. what now tomorrow your capacity is only to make 10 units but suddenly you are getting demand for 20 units so what do you do you go and search for one more person like you who will also do the exact same thing that you do every evening which is make dal and chawal Okay. great you now have demand for 40 so wonderful you will now find two more people and do the exact same thing now you have demand for 100 suddenly you can't find 10 people and it's not becoming economical hazaar cheeze ho rahi hai so you like you know what we should now hire a proper commercial kitchen the one that perhaps you are used to in the restaurant that you work and uska bhada 5 se 10000 rupaye mahina hoga ya whatever the case will be we will make some investments into equipment i will get cooks or chefs like the way that i am give them a, a fee or a salary and then start this business and eventually dheere 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 karke you will get to a point it could take 6 months it could take 9 months it could take 12 months where you have enough customers on one side enough cooks or chefs on the other side the delivery is working perfectly fine at that point of time you then say you know what maybe it's time for me to now build a platform but not on day one wo beskufi hai it's almost like aapko pata bhi nahi hai ki is shehar mein kitne log hain aur kitne gaadi kharidenge lekin aap pehle din hi mercedes bana lete hain bhai cycle se shuru kariye cycle se shuru kariye dekhiye kitne log cycle lenge वो साइकिल लेने के बाद फिर आप उसको बाइक बनाएंगे फिर ऑटो रिक्शा बनाएंगे फिर बस बनाएंगे फिर गाड़ी बनाएंगे उस गाड़ी में भी सबसे पहले मारुति 800 बनेगी ऑटो बनेगी फिर स्विफ्ट बनेगी फिर होंडा सिटी बनेगी फिर कहीं जाके सालों बाद एक मर्सिडीज बनेगी यू टेक इट स्लो एंड यू बिल्ड इट नॉट विद द विजन ऑफ बिल्डिंग अ रियली लार्ज कंपनी बट विद द विजन ऑफ बिल्डिंग अ सस्टेनेबल बिजनेस एंड यू डू इट डिलिबरेटली वेल definitely definitely but again the question comes here sorab i think uh, we don't have time we will have to okay. switch to another one one question at sure, a time sure. i'm really sure sorry. sure 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 another we'll have next okay fine yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks yes. thanks uncle thank thanks sir thank you man hi uh, so we are running short of time we just have 10 minutes left so we'll take another two three questions pankaj you can go next followed by siddharth pankaj uh hi uh, good evening so uncle sir i have a question uh, here it'll be very quick question i have one other question which i think will uh, take it further uh, through no, we'll just take one question so that we can't take more than that go on go on it, this this is going to be technical uh, you know based on your experiences sure. so uh, basically this question goes back to my business and uh, i had a uh, couple of businesses with and which i had to shut down one not because of uh, any issues just because the teammates were uh, the, the core team uh, was not doing well 
and uh, you know when when you dropped something uh, which you were very passionate about and things were not you know really well in place and uh, you know very frankly it this the one uh, which i dropped it gave me uh, you know like so many questions in my mind okay am i enough like was this the good doubt. idea yeah self doubt and when i uh, look back at, at it i think again okay should i you know invest in people should i bring people in or uh, should i go so- solo so <clears throat> this is the question uh what do what you want to re- restart yeah. it again if you if you want no, to how do how do you look at yourself when you uh, you know when your own business or startup uh, have gone through something it's not your fault it's people uh, the people uh, in the team are it, they were great people phenomenal okay great professionals everything was good but somewhere uh, you know the the frequency doesn't match so how do you come back at it and you know you take it further because there is some uh, you know creative block or whatever you want to call it there is the factor yeah yeah i, I think i get yeah. i get i get the question and it's it's a deep question it's a meaningful one let me rephrase the question the question is you've been through a bad experience and mm-hmm. it, it was it was because of things that were not entirely in your control but just things that happened so how do you mm-hmm. get yourself back to do the same thing again knowing that you've already been through a bad experience Uh, not not exactly so this uh, this one is focused on people the people you have in your team and uh, the people you call your team the people you believe in the people you can rely on yeah okay yeah no i i get that i i also meant it in in context of the people so thanks for you for clarifying uh, look the the way you'll have to do this pankaj is and and it's an answer that is not going to be shockingly new to you you already know this answer but the answer is you will have to sit down and reflect on what is it about those people that didn't work for you and why uh-huh. is it that you couldn't see through it before and you only saw through it afterwards there are clearly uh-huh. some blind spots that exist which you will either need to fill up yourself or you'll need the assistance of others to fill in for you uh-huh. and i relate to that because i've been through a similar experience where there were things that didn't work out with the founders there were things that didn't work out with people that i thought would work out and that mm-hmm. left not just a bad taste but also this self doubt of whether i'm a good judge of people whether i truly know what is it that i'm going for did i mistreat them did i uh, not do justice to my own capabilities so on and so forth and the only thing that helped me whenever i went through this was sit down go through it from my memory as deeply as i can Mm-hmm. and make a list of all the things that i now realize that i didn't right in the start or i didn't back then and mm-hmm. then ask myself this question how did i miss that what is it that i ignored what is it that i i told myself that convinced me that this is the right thing to do and it wasn't the right thing to do and and only with that awareness and only with that clarity will you will you have some sort of a weaponry or a process to to go about choosing the next set of people or to build a team or frankly to decide whether you want to even build a co-founding team or a senior leadership team as against just do it solo and do it in a manner that you are the manager and everyone else is just an execution expert thank you so much sir uh, this actually clarifies a lot 
Thanks. Well, Thanks a lot. With you, uh, we'll see to connect with you on Instagram because I have a lot of questions, and you know, here we'll have to go through all of them. Uh, Instagram, of Instagram will be great. DM it to me. Thank you, sir. So this was Siddharth, by the way. Pankaj, uh, you had a question, and I will take just one more, and then we'll close. Pankaj, uh, you can go. So my question is, which qualities should we looking looking for in our co-founder? Yeah, fundamentally, three things. Number one, what are the skills that they come with, and are those skills core to the startup or not? There are There skills are that everyone has, but that doesn't mean that they are core to the startup so a tech startup ke liye core skill will be software engineering a sales startup ke liye the core skill will be selling a logistics startup ke liye the core skill will be logistics or process or supply chain so whatever is it that's the core skill that the startup requires whether they have it or not that's number one number two are they people who have different ideas from you because that's an important characteristic if given the same data given the same situation given the same context do they come up with a completely different idea or a completely idea or a different conclusion than you kyunki agar wo hai then the two of you are adding agar tum dono same ideas leke aaoge then the two of you are not adding you're just being where you are so having the ability to work with someone who looks at things differently from you is an added advantage and third which i believe is largely ignored or misunderstood but is equally important is do you have the same values or not bahut bahut zyada zaruri hai because at some point because of time you time you will go through rough weather you will have hard times you will not know what to do what to do and at that point of time the only thing that matters is whether the values that you have are aligned with that of your founder agar usko aisa lagta hai ki business paane ke liye kisi ko goose dena sahi hai lekin aapko nahi lagta it is going to run into rough weather अगर उसको लगता है कि कंपनी इज अहेड ऑफ ऑल एम्प्लॉज और अगर एम्प्लॉज को हायर या फायर करना पड़े जस्ट बिकॉज द कंपनी इज बेनिफिटिंग लेकिन आपको वैसा नहीं लगता यू आर गोइंग टू रन इन टू रफ वेदर सो वैल्यूज एंड शेयर्ड वैल्यू सिस्टम एंड बिलीफ सिस्टम इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट ये तीन चीजें कोर स्किल आइडियाज विच आर होपफुली डिफरेंट फ्रॉम यू एंड द सेम वैल्यू सिस्टम इज इन माई ओपिनियन ंगड and someone who is a who has done the startup school by y combinator and you know all the other resources out there on startup before your course can I, I, you know i can totally vouch for the validity of the course and i can say it's really a boon because when people ask me what's a good resource to go to as someone who's totally starting out and has no experience before i had no answer but now i can directly say and go and check out check out uncle's course and that's Thank the go to thing to learn startup these days that yeah that means a lot thanks so much uh shankar my question is and this is something which has been bothering my complete founding team for quite some time now uh so i recently quit my job when covid started uh, and we started working on this saas product which is for sales teams and uh, we have we are projecting to hit at least 5 to 6k in monthly recurring revenue in in dollars by at least by may or june so we want to go for our seed round 
and uh, what we are confused about is as an early stage startup right now we are not really sure of what channels as in like uh, you know what customer acquisition channels you want to pursue and what our cost of acquisition is going to be in those specific channels itself so we are totally unclear as to how to decide the amount of money to be raised so valuation is actually something to be bothered out later we are not really sure about the amount itself right now and i think this is something which a lot of founders at you know early stage or at least in the pre series and seed stage need to think about you know because by the time of series a you have a lot of data to look at, look to we, right now we don't have anything all that's worked out for us is you know our own network let's say or, or you know basically doing unscalable things not proper machines right sure. no i get it that's a that's a very valid question and and thanks for asking this rahul so the the way that you'll have to think about this at, at least at the seed stage is mm-hmm. you don't know much about how the startups going to function as a well oiled machinery in the future mm-hmm. and you don't have enough data to rely on to make that judgment mm-hmm. and recognize that neither does the investor and it is a completely even equation it's not that mm-hmm. you don't know something that they do and that's why you're ill prepared everyone is just as ambiguous as you are so the, what that means is in the early stage and especially so early in, in a startup the big bet is happening on three things one it's almost always the team and the conviction with which they operate the founder's personality their persona their confidence and their the level of commitment to it and that's a big big deciding factor this early on number two the early thesis that you have for the product which you seem to have and the fact that you also have some recurring revenue coming in that's a great sign that something's happening even if it's a person network but that's totally okay and then the third is the overall opportunity which is if this were to work out and work out and it's full bloom how big can this become and whether that is exciting enough for the vc or not basis this there is almost like a standard templatized kind of evaluation that people give out um, like right now most seed funds of most startup that are going through are valuing startups anywhere between 1 to 3 million dollars it could even be higher it could be occasionally lesser as well but this is like a ballpark right. and then the question isn't about how much money should we raise the question is if this is the ballpark valuation you only want to maximize it as much as you can what's the dilution that you're comfortable with and my Got advice it. will be this early on you shouldn't look at more than 10 to 15% of dilution and that means that technically if you're looking at anywhere between 100 to 300 uh, sorry 1 to 3 million valuation you're looking at anywhere between raising 100 to 300000 dollars yeah. maybe at best of 500 and that's it ab us paise mein kya hone wala hai kisi ko nahi pata of course sab apna ek arman banayenge and tum ek business plan banaoge frankly that business plan will be thrown out of the window the next month itself everything will change <laughs> that's not your fault it's not something that even the investor expects to be sticking to So go with the operating thesis that the seed fund, the seed round will be anywhere between hundred thousand to five hundred thousand, depending on how far you can stretch and what's the traction you're able to display. But don't focus on where does this take you because that's only going to be a journey of discovery, not a journey of commitment. Got it. So would it be right to say that we are optimizing for our series A when we raise our seed round? That's the basic, uh, you know, uh, agenda in the mind. So figuring out things, seeing what works, and then. preparing for series a to be the round which basically focuses on scaling rather than uh, the seed round itself 
Absolutely, absolutely, Correct. and do it at the minimal dilution possible because everything from now on is only going to get diluted, diluted. Got it, got it. Thank you so much, Ankur, and thanks a lot for doing this. Like you know, it, it's so tough to talk to founders who has been as successful as you. So I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Rahul. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Rahul, for that question. Uh, I think we are already uh, at you know it's already nine, and we know that you know uh, Ankur. <laughs> <laughs> Usually has a very 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 tight discipline schedule which he follows. We wouldn't bother him much. Uh, Ankur, we'll close the session now. I would love to yeah. have some closing comments on you because uh, you have also you know uh, spent some time as a, a in incognito mode here in the club. So <laughs> would love to know your thoughts on the club and your experience overall, and then we'll probably close off. I loved it, yeah. Thank you so much for again inviting me, Sohail. This is really nice of you, and I genuinely like what you're trying to do with the Builders Club. It's uh, it's something that I feel is not just valuable; it's also necessary. So, as many as these communities can be built, where founders get to interact with each other, recognize that everyone's in the same boat and everyone's in just as deep a shit as as everyone else, <laughs> it it will only lend in credibility to to the experience and and also comfort people that they are not the only losers but everyone goes through this grind so i'm more yeah. than happy to participate i'm more than happy to be a member and a facilitator for such conversations thank you for having me again that was the episode hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this If you like the episode, do share it with your friends and rate us on Spotify, Google Store and iTunes. If you want to join the Water Cooler podcast live, join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me. Until next time, upwards and onwards.